What's up, everybody? This is Bob's Three Toed Warriors from Studio 1329 with the Word on the Street, Season 1, Episode 11, titled, Do You Trust Me? And I had the Aladdin, Do You Trust Me? Do You Trust Me? queued up, um, but I'm using my phone for another thing in this, and so I didn't play it. Uh, hopefully, so many people know who Aladdin even is. But the reason I picked that name is because I have the gentleman from Trust Your Board Podcast on here with me today. Stephen, Will, how you guys doing? Good, doing man. Great. How are you? Thanks doing for good. Us. Doing good. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. I just uh, we just recorded on your show uh, a dynasty startup uh, mock, and now we're going to do a mock on ours. So that's pretty cool. I'll uh, I'll have a little drink ski of that little crown and coke here. Cheers to you, an unofficial sponsor. Um, <laughs> that's right. You can Maybe get the pod. <laughs> Say again? And maybe someday you can get them as the official sponsor. That would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> you can catch the podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, just about everywhere else. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. It helps a lot more than you guys know. And I really, really appreciate it. Guys, why don't you tell everyone where y'all can be found? Pretty much just like what you said, um, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find the pod. YouTube, we're usually broadcasting our draft boards, what we specialize in the mock drafts. And then on Twitter, you can find us at Trust Your Board. Give us a follow. Awesome. And then how about your Twitter handles for those who'd like to, to follow you guys? Yeah, it's going to be at Trust Your Board right on Twitter. And uh, we pretty much combine there. I have our own personal handle. But uh, for the most part, most of our content is going to come right from the at Trust Your Board handle. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now, do you do what him, her sports does and do the, the him and the her and the, who said it? And no, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. It, yeah. It's usually like a we, but sometimes, you know, if it's in our own personal leagues, it'll be a, a shout out to that. Awesome. Yeah. We, Will and I are pretty aligned in most of our opinions. So sometimes we need to specify there's yeah. a big difference, but we share a lot of opinions. All right, all right. Yeah, it actually started because we, we, we co-run two dynasty teams. So that kind of aligns it pretty well there. Okay. That's exactly where I was about to head. I was about to say, how did y'all two gentlemen meet? Because you're not in the same town. You're not in the oh. same city. You're not in the same state. Oh, wait, you're not in the same country. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't always the case. Uh, yeah. So we did establish on our podcast earlier, uh, Will's from the Philly area or living in the Philly area. I'm living in the Toronto area. Uh, but I was born and raised in South Jersey. So we started uh, working together five years ago. Oh, man, that's like six yeah, years ago now, wasn't it? 2014, I think, yeah. Yeah, 2014. And then, uh, uh, Will, I think it was you that pitched the idea to start a podcast. And we were immediately like, no, we don't have time for this. Plus, we're not, <laughs> we're not good enough for this. And then a couple years ago, uh, I think I was on the beach. And I was like, you know what? we could do a podcast around mock drafts. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Clarity gives what clarity you get from relaxing on a beach. I know. Right. <laughs> it came together so quickly. Like within like a week, we had the name, we had the, the podcast set up everywhere. I mean, it was just Mine like started rolling. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, we actually started uh, as, as most, most could do is do it as enemies. We uh, <laughs> at, at work, we had a work fantasy football league and Steve and I both thought we knew the most about fantasy football i think i um i won the first two years steve and, and you've got what how many 
I've gotten zero. Lost in the oh. championship this year. <laughs> wow. Um, he was there. He was it I didn't is, even yeah. see the salt shaker going down that wound, but <laughs> I know. Uh, funny enough, though, me and we'll play each other twice a year, every year. Not that every that's year. planned. It just works out that way. And we are exactly 500. Yeah. Six it years on. So out. yeah, it always yeah. happens that way. Okay. Uh, but yeah, a friend of mine was starting up a dynasty, um, a new dynasty startup league. And I had too many leagues as it is. I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to at least try to do one of these co-run things. Because a friend of mine has a few leagues that he co-runs. So I figured I'd run it by Steve and, you know, I think maybe just a few months after the startup draft is when we actually, maybe not even like right after startup draft when we started the podcast is pretty quickly. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations and, uh, and uh, a little cheers to future success in your, your uh, show. Cheers to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So before we get into the draft, let's, uh, let's actually kick out the, uh, the winner. We had, we had one person put a question out there on Twitter and when you're the only one who puts that question out there, you're the automatic <laughs> winner. <clears throat> um, nice. Very nice. So that was at Hunting GW. He says, Todd Gurley, so many people are down on him and his knee this year. Maybe even both knees. Um, how many other players around his current ADP have the potential to produce what he has already showed us that he's capable of producing? That's a fantastic question. And uh, you guys want to tackle that for a moment? Yeah, I'm going to pull up the ADP now. Where's Mr. Todd going? And he didn't say if it was redraft or dynasty. I think it's just assume redraft then. Yeah, let's assume redraft. A lot of variance there. So it looks like he's 49 overall. Okay. Run the end of the, end of the fourth. Yeah, we got. Uh, just we're just looking at running backs. Uh, David Montgomery, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Gurley, Mostert, Jonathan Taylor. So somewhere that's in that, that little range. Yeah, I don't – I mean, out of that range, I mean, we know Mostert. If Mostert would be the full-time starter and that they didn't have any – they didn't utilize anyone else, then, you know, Mostert might be the pick there. Uh, David Johnson, if he can return the form, but you know, as we mentioned on our podcast, you got to yeah. get that plotting image out of your head. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, you know, I can't argue. I love Todd, Todd Gurley this year. He's definitely a worry uh, in dynasty. If you follow our Twitter, I, you know, we're always saying like, he feels like a guy that could just retire out of nowhere at the drop of a dime. Like mm -hmm. he's just, he has that worry, but for this year on the Falcons offense, they're going to run him into the ground. It's a one year deal. So sure. I love him this year. Yeah. I can see that completely. So there you go. There you go, Mr. Hunting GW. Not only do you have your answer, but you also have your entry into the auction listener league. And I will be putting out the next contest type form on Twitter, probably tomorrow if I had to guess. So be looking for it and we'll get that league filled up and it'll be a good time. So let's talk about this, um, I was gonna say auction, this mock draft. <laughs> We're gonna do a redraft mock. It's going to be one quarterback, half point per reception, one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, one flex, five bench, no kickers in defense because they're not real people. Um, so it's basically your typical basic Yahoo or any type setting when you, when you click in. So it should be good for some people. And uh, we'll jump in here and we'll do this. Uh, Will, you got the second spot. Steve, you got the eighth. That's better than twelfth where you were. 
<laughs> for sure. And uh, I could legitimately take the person that I took last time at the 11th spot instead of <laughs> taking him at the third spot last time when I should have <laughs> took the running back. So, <laughs> so with that, I think I have to hit start. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so in top right. Yep. Be helpful. You were just there. Yep. And then begin draft. We're good. Boom. Begin draft. There we go. And go. There we go. Uh, oh, you know what you might want to do? Uh, pause it real quick. Yep. Go to draft settings. And put fake people in? No. Uh, change the timer, timer from no limit yeah. to like five minutes. Oh, okay. Computer's really thinking about that one. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, there we go. Auto pick. There you go. Okay. So just hit update and then we're good to go. All right. Hey, Perfect. we all learn. <laughs> this is true. This we're going to resume true. that draft. Let's do it. That should kick us right off. And Saquon Barkley. There we go. Saquon Barkley yeah. goes first. Will, it is over to you. So, yeah, the, this one I think is one of the easier picks of the draft for me. I know in our startup that we just did, um, Zeke went first. But I think the consensus for most people is, is Barkley and CMC here. I am actually a, a Penn State graduate, so I was kind of hoping that Barkley would have fell. But I'm not going to be mad that Christian McCaffrey is still available there. So, Pretty uh, pro probably the easiest pick I'm gonna make all draft here. You know, the only other person I may consider would be Zeke, but uh, I think it's pretty easy that I'm gonna go with uh, Christian McCaffrey here, and we'll see who falls to you, Steve. Mm -hmm. So after that, Alvin Cook, mm -hmm. Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas. Okay, so a that lot a of run. running backs going off the board. <laughs> yes, that, that yeah. was a run. Um, I, I think, Bob, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach your listeners a lesson. Ooh. And, you know, I like I don't, it. I don't know about your philosophy, but Will and I are both late round quarterback guys. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. So okay, cool. So I'm gonna do the opposite of that. We're oh. gonna lock in our quarterback right now. Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah, it's just I'm setting myself up for an hour of not enjoying this, but <laughs> you know what? We're gonna do it, and and maybe I'll come out liking my team. Probably not, but. We're going to do it. So it's between uh, Mahomes and Jackson. You really can't go wrong either way. Uh, I prefer your kind of prototypical quarterback, um, which would be Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to lock him in here and then uh, just panic for the, the rest of the hour here. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after Patty Mahomes went, we had Josh Jacobs and Tyreek Hill. All right. So to me, I've almost got the turn here. I am very tempted to take a wide receiver, but I did pay attention to myself last time. Or did I? <laughs> or did I? Um, the temptation here is definitely going to be, do I go running back, running back, or running back wide receiver? Because I'm definitely taking a running back. And let's just get one out of the way because there's plenty of wide receivers I like. We'll go with Mr. Aaron Jones here. I was debating him or Joe Mixon. I think either one would be really good. Yeah, mm, I'm going Joe Mixon, actually, because – Ooh, pivot. I'm going to go Joe Mixon. I changed my mind because I haven't clicked anything, so I didn't take my finger off the piece. <laughs> All right, Joe Mixon to me. Hopkins and Julio go next. So I could come back and take Jones here if I want. And I think I really do want to start out with 
a running back, running back team. I feel like there's going to be a massive running back run after this and redraft. I feel like the first two rounds are just going to be a wall of green in this scenario of running backs. I could be very wrong, but I think it's very possible, and I want two of them. So with that being said, Aaron Jones goes to me next. After Aaron Jones goes, Devontae Adams goes, Nick Chubb, and then it's to you, Steve. Uh, I was really hoping you were going to replicate my dynasty and uh, <laughs> go with DJ Moore and, and leave some running backs for me. Um, that, that's tough. So given I've made this decision, um, the, the, what I want to do is try to turn this into a zero RB kind of a deal. Okay. Uh, maybe not completely zero, but at least wait. Uh-huh. As as kind of worrisome as that is, that that's what we're going to attempt doing. So we're looking at wide receiver and tight end. I could really double down on on the the anti me and go with the tight end here, but I think I'm not going to do it for now. Uh, so we're looking at wide receiver. We have Godwin, Evans, Galladay, Thielen, Cooper, and, uh, Amari Cooper, and Cooper Cup. So plenty of solid options here. I am going to go with someone that I think has fair amount of safety and a lot of upside as we just saw in this past year and go with Mr. Chris Godwin. Yeah. Could, I just, uh, Steve, you could double down on quarterback here and get Lamar as well. <laughs> have a trading piece. Yeah. And you know, in some leagues you might pull that off, but no, you know, not easy to not do. So, so I am going to go with uh, Mr. Chris Godwin, get some safety with some upside as well to uh, really start off this team. After my pick, we did have Lamar Jackson go right afterwards. And we had Travis Kelsey, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake, and Mike Evans picks you, Will. All right. So them off the board, looking at just Mahomes and Jackson off the board at quarterback, just Kelsey off the board at tight end. Uh, So looking, you know, there's still some running backs available, but I think that is a good bit of a drop off there. So I think looking at the wide receiver or tight end position, Kittle's probably the only option I'm looking at at tight end currently. Wide receiver, probably just Kenny Galladay. Uh, you got Thielen, you got Cooper and Cup, some decent options there. Um, so for me, I think this first one, I'd rather lock in Kittle uh, and then kind of see what of the wide receivers get back to me and potentially even running backs. So we'll lock in Kittle here, get you know that positional advantage at RB or RB1 and tight end and then see what happens on the turn. Uh, so we had Austin Eckler and Adam Thielen go. So that worked out big. I was hoping that Galladay got back. Wasn't sure that he would. Uh, I was hoping him or Eckler. Cooper, Amari Cooper's, there's two Coopers there. Amari Cooper and Cooper Cup are both options here, but not thrilled on either. Cooper's a little more boom busts. Uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, well, we've only seen a couple years of it. I think he's got some consistencies on my floor there. I'm a big DK Metcalf fan, and I don't – he obviously won't get back to me here. I don't, I don't think I can reach for him here with Kenny G still on the board. But that would be another option if Kenny wasn't there. I may have reached for him. Uh, but for me, we're going to go with Kenny Galladay. And we'll see what gets to you, Steve. we got Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell, Amari Cooper, and Chris Carson. Uh, quite an interesting situation. Um, I, I do like some wide receivers on the board. Cup, I like. Metcalf, I like. Ridley, I really like. 
AJ Brown's pretty good. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's too early for you. Know, you start getting to the, the less desirable options. I am really tempted to go with Mark Andrews and, and lock in the top end tight end. That's something you typically do in a uh, in a zero RB kind of strategy. But I will bypass that. I think, and I'm just going to turn into a whole thing. I'm, I'm going to take an upside shot on Ridley. And, uh, and maybe I'll have this year's Godwin. I know some there people are thinking that's the case. I really don't. I think the upside's there. Um, I, I think the wide receiver wants potential, but what was Godwin last year with, with two overall? Like, I don't think that's really in the cards for him, not with Julio there. So I'm going to lock him in there. Uh, at, at the very least, he should be relatively safe with a, a plenty of upside as well. So I will go ahead and – grab my second wide receiver here and, and push the zero RB strategy a little bit further. Did have another running back go off the board, Devin Singletary and then Cooper cup. Okay. So you surprised me unless I'm missing it. And I missed stuff all the time on the board, <laughs> but I thought one or both of you were big DJ Moore fans. Both of us, both of us, Steve, I think slightly more. I was on surprised AD. you took cup to cup over. DJ Moore. So I think I'm going to go in here and do the honors since I have two. Is Moore gone? Am I just totally missing it? No, he's here. No, he's, he's a he's little bit further there. down ADP, which can't be. I mean, in a half point PPR, maybe. Yeah. yeah He'll rise. Really. I'm doing it anyway. Sure. Boom. I took DJ Moore because I felt like he should be gone. And then Chris Connor, Chris Connor, James <laughs> Connor, and David Montgomery went right after them, after him. Um, so I've got two running backs i've got a wide receiver and the natural thing to say is well why not just grab another wide receiver and the answer to that question is because there's a crap load of wide receivers but there's not a crap load of todd Gurley's and the work that he's in get out there and so if i can walk out of this with joe mix and aaron jones and um yeah it's gonna be nice let's do that yeah that's- yeah Except I got to take more out of here. Good JD Moore right there. Yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> that would have been tempting for me to uh, to break my zero RB strategy if, if Gurley got to me. Gurley was tempting. Oh yeah, the, the gambler in you, Steve. I don't think you yeah. could have passed it up. Yeah, that would have been tough, but I like that start. All right. So after Todd Gurley goes off the board, ah, oh, DK Metcalf leaves you. Mm. Clyde goes. What are you gonna take next? Gonna finally, finally get a running back? Are you totally punting? I'm still punting. Um, okay. I'm between three people currently, and that would be Alan Robinson, Robert Woods, or Mark Andrews, who I mentioned before. I do think I will go ahead and grab Mark Andrews, though. Get a bit of a positional advantage at tight end. It, not my normal strategy. Typically, what we both will and I do is wait on tight end. You know, this year we'd be looking at. I don't know, Fant, Gesicki. I think Higby's rising up a little bit too much mm-hmm. for us. But that kind of, you know, 10th, 9th, 10th, 11th round kind of guy. Um, I grabbed Mark Andrews last year in whatever, 10th round or so, and he was huge for me. So that's our normal strategy. So this is definitely very much so against what we normally do. But, you know, sometimes you got to uh, do something you're not comfortable with and don't typically do just to see how it works out and you learn a thing or two. So that is what we're going to do. We're going to lock him in there. We had T.Y. Hilton go off the board. Mark Ingram, Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, and A.J. Brown. The picks to you, Will. 
Right. And it's, it's interesting. You took tight end and I took tight end and you've got your quarterback. I'm not going to go quarterback here, but we are definitely not practicing what we preach usually. No, not <laughs> at all. Crap. Very different. Not at all. Uh, so, yeah. So, you got top of the board. Only Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are off at quarterback. Only Kittle, Kelsey, and Andrews at tight end. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm not going to go quarterback. I've already got a tight end. So we have running backs, top of the board. We have David Johnson, Raheem Mostert, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, Marlon Mack, Darius Geis. Uh, top of the board, ADP-wise, for wide receiver, Allen Robinson, Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel, DJ Chark, Juju Smith-Schuster, Stephon Diggs, Odell Beckham, who still a little low. I think he'd probably be rising up soon. Uh, for me, with just the amount of running backs that are already off the board, I want to get an upside guy. There's going to be a lot of safe options available. And I always I feel like every year I always end up with a rookie running back. So Clyde's already off the board. We talked about the Clyde versus JT debate a little earlier. But this one here, I think, you know, at least his first year, I think both of them are going to be going to be successful. Uh, so we're going to lock in Jonathan Taylor, see what kind of running backs and receivers fall past pick 101 here. We'll lock in Jonathan Taylor, Allen Robinson, and David Johnson go. A-Rob debating taking A-Rob and see if Taylor would get back, but didn't want to risk that. Robinson, not thrilled about the quarterback situation there, but he just has proven that he is a consistent receiver year in and year out. Uh, so it's definitely a good pick there. Uh, not looking at, not really loving too many of the running backs left. You still got uh, DeAndre Swift and Dobbins available, but I don't want to double down on the rookie running backs at least yet. So we're going to flip back over to the wide receiver position. And three names stick out for me, Debo Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster, and then Mr. Odell Beckham Jr., a lot of people are low on Odell, and I think that's going to be the pick for me here. But how are you guys feeling about Odell Beckham? Steve clearly is showing his hand about how he's thinking about him. How are you feeling about Odell this year going to Kabir? Yeah? Is that good? You're really happy about him? <laughs> I was like, did he hear him? <laughs> I just – I don't know. Like, I, I do worry about him. Uh, yeah. You know, injury concerns, bigger development – um the the shaking of my head is more because i probably would have picked him just to double down on the on the madness that i I'm yeah i mean that would have been a heck of a team though i mean there's obviously no running backs but still and you're that that yeah. that is the key to the zero rb strategy is just load up on those other positions so for sure so i would have did it yeah. but yeah i'm, I'm kind of shaky on him he's just yeah. the, the constant injuries just worry me yeah every year it's, man yeah it's for me it's it's the upside you know Galladay's already on the team Juju, you know, Jarvis coming back year. or not? And Jarvis yeah, healing exactly. up how quick might be good for him. Yeah, and yep. it, yeah, and it all hinges on Baker. And, and Steve and I are, are pretty reliant on Baker. We've got a couple other quarterbacks on our dynasty team, but Baker is like our top guy. So we are banking on the bounce back year this year. But as I mentioned here, we're going to go Odell pairing with Kenny Galladay, Kittle, McCaffrey, and JT. And I'm pretty happy with the team so far. So we'll see what gets back to you. Obviously not Odell Beckham, Steve. Uh, so Obviously. DJ Shark, <laughs> Tyler Lockett, Zach Ertz, DJ Green, and Debo Samuel. The Niners fan, you almost got him there, Steve. Almost. Almost. He was in consideration, as was uh, Chark. 
So I am going to stick with another wide receiver. I really should be like, the strategy is not that bad. Uh, If I were to pivot the wide receiver now, you could start off with Raheem Mostert or Hunt as your first running back, which, I mean, you could do far worse. And you only have one flex spot. So I would advocate that you pivot here. And you're only starting two wide receivers and a flex, not three. So that makes a change for you maybe. Yeah. Because we're going to find out how much worse you can do in a minute. You're basically locking (laughs) in the flex now. You pretty much are. So, again, you should be pivoting here because of all those reasons. But – I'm here to teach a lesson. So <laughs> gambler. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do something. Yes. The, the gambler. So if you're familiar with the trust your board podcast, you know that I have a, a bit of a, a second personality. Okay. I gamble a lot. So this is just it. So I'm uh, okay. looking at Juju would be a great shot here. I'm uh, Juju in the flex. If you can get a Juju returning the form. Um, but I kind of like Terry McLaurin more. Mm, scary Terry. Yeah, I mean, just like I don't know who else is going to catch the ball. I know they drafted some guys. Sims broke out a little bit last year, but like they're not on his level. So he's really going to be the one for that team. They're going to be down a lot. So they're going to be quite reliant on him. Be wary about the quarterback situation at all? Very much so. Not a big Haskins <laughs> guy. So yeah, <laughs> definitely concerned. Um, but you know, it's not like he had the best quarterback play in the world last year either. So. You know, I can look past that. You know, Juju's got a ton of t- competition with Deontay, you know, emerging. And, and now I know it's on a dynasty, but you have the the the, uh, the cut talk of maybe they just move on from Juju. And, you know, if they really saw this big kind of star in him, I don't know if they would be talking like that. Or those kind of rumors would be coming out. So I'm just going to lock in McLaurin here. Like you said, I'm really putting myself into a hole. But I'm just going to start pounding running back and see what happens. So, uh Juju did go off the board right after my pick, and then Kyler Murray picks to you, Bob. You have Kyler Murray. Thank you, computer. <laughs> Take him well, out computer, of my way. Also going zero RB. Tyreek Hill, Devontae wow. Adams. Cooper oh, Cook. wow. Are you guys going to have a stare down full? there? Nice. Yeah, wow. Nice. I dig well, it. So I've got some choices here. I'm not going with the quarterback. I'm not going with the tight end. And a quick question. So you can't. It's too late. But. So you have Mahomes, or when you guys had Lamar last game, yep. last uh, draft. Draft. Yep. draft. Thank you. <laughs> so I was listening to something, and the guys took uh, Mahomes, and they also took his tight end, which sounds great. But in a redraft with small benches, and you're now streaming both those guys on the same week which seems like you're going to have to kick two players to the curve versus one, that rotational stream spot. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, have any preference there? If you do go with a stud quarterback tight end match up or no? Pair up, I yeah, should say. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, one option is just yeah, that week you got to, you're going to have to make a cut of another guy that you've been rotating in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other option is, you know, you're almost punting that week. You know, you never want to lose a week, but, you're, you're, I mean, you're going to start somebody, but you're, you're, you're pretty much banking on punting that week. Maybe you load up on a couple of bye weeks and just say, hey, this is, this is the lost week, but the rest of the season, my team's loaded. So, yeah, I think that's a lesser use, but another option. And you also have the idea that a lot of people trade during the season, so they might not have both those guys on their roster. But at the same time, if it's Kelsey and Mahomes, you probably still have yeah. both on your roster. And, and I wonder if it's like an emotional attachment where like if you have both of them, you're less likely to trade either than if you just had one of them. 
I would yeah. I would buy that that theory. All right, so I am sitting with a pretty open to do whatever I want type roster here with Mixon, Aaron Jones, Gurley, and then DJ Moore. But I would like a little more wide receivers. So, yeah, I'm pretty cheesy like that. I got a handful of wide receivers I'd be willing to take here. I would be willing to take a shot on Parker. I think he does have an opportunity to have another great year. I've been a fan of his for multiple years, him and Tig, him and Higby, um, just unfortunately a little bit too early. Uh, Gallup, I like. Marvin Jones is Portland Sutton. Very boom bust. I have Sutton in my dynasty league. I would consider him here. Because I'm on the turn and I have so many wide receivers I do like and not a lot of running backs, I'm going to take one more running back. Come on, man. All right. Um, I'm going zero wide receiver here. Oh, boy. So, but the good news is you probably want Mostert. And I think I might be taking Ronald Jones here. I think that he is a better talent than a lot of people give him credit for. I think that the rookies are going to be held back a little bit more than people think they are. And uh, when he does get the ball, he is is pretty explosive. So, And I feel like, at least in the beginning of the season, I can trust him. Most are, I feel like it's like starting Amari Cooper. You don't know when the good week is. So, that being said... Uh, probably got to scroll down and reach here. I'm going to reach for Ronald Jones and hit the turn. Mostert goes right after. Then guys, damn, sorry about starting the run there. Oh, yeah, ouch. Yeah. Will he continue the run? That's yeah, the yeah. I guess you are correct. <laughs> well, it took a break from yeah this whole round here. Uh, we're going to go back to wide receiver. Sutton or Parker? Hmm, I do like Sutton. I'll go. I'll go. Homer pick here. There it is. You twisted my arm. I I really kind of did want Parker, <laughs> just but planted the idea. Yeah, not a lot of twisting. We just <laughs> said the name. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet nothings of Cortland Sutton in my ear. After Sutton goes, Stefan Diggs, another great opportunity, and then Marlon Mack. To you. Okay, so uh, you've got some solid kind of zero RB guys. You have Hunt, who was a running back two last year when he came back after coming back. That's great. You have Sony, he's gonna be one for his team. I know he's not the most exciting guy, but you know, he's gonna get a lot of volume and, and that's gonna be pretty reliable. Who I am looking at is uh, one of the rookies. I'm, I'm either gonna take my shot on Swift or Akers. And I've been rolling the dice. So I'm gonna just roll the dice on Akers and hope that he ends up with that girly role. If he does and they give him a bell cow roll, I'm solid. <laughs> I, I have no worries anymore. This team is loaded. Uh, but at the very worst, he'll be in a timeshare and probably on the, the positive end of that timeshare. So I'd be okay with that. That's kind of what you're dealing with when you're doing a zero RB kind of deal. So we're going to lock in Cam Akers here for my first running back. After me, ooh, a little bit of a quarterback run. We had Darren Waller, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and Kareem Hunt before you, Will. Kind of glad because I was, I was debating Prescott and Wilson Watson to a degree as well. Uh, I think most of fantasy football soured on him a little bit just because the weapons, you know, losing arguably the best receiver in football. It's going to take a little bit of a toll, but not really replacing him with much. With like four of the same wide receiver pretty much. Just a lot of deep balls and not too much underneath. So, but yeah, Prescott and Wilson, I think that's good value for both of them here. End of the sixth, middle of the sixth where they went. Yeah. But don't have to have that temptation. Uh, you can 
continue to wait there. I don't think there's really any other quarterbacks, Rodgers, Ryan, Breeze, Wentz, all of them I'd be okay with a little later. So we're looking at the wide receiver and the running back position here. Uh, Steve alluded to one of them, you know, Swift and, and Akers, two of the, the other two top um, running back options. And they're guys that yeah, you heard someone else mention on a different podcast recently that, you know, when you're looking at guys – and these guys maybe not not so much because they're all going to be drafted, but like later round guys, if you're unsure on a later round wide receiver, later round running back, lean with the guy that's going to cost you more in fab come week one or two if they pop mm-hmm. than the receiver, right? Your running back's going to be half your budget, maybe your receivers ten twenty percent. Uh, but that's neither here you know here nor there since we're only around six. Uh, but looking at DeAndre Swift as you mentioned there. Uh, and then at the wide receiver position, still have uh, the likes of Gimpy, Jarvis Landry, as Bob mentioned there. We have Marquise Brown, Cooks, Michael Gallup, mentioned Parker, uh, Boyd. There's more than enough receivers that I like there. And, and just kind of one of my uh, kind of rules of thumb on the turn, whether you're the two or the three, even the four, kind of look at the guys behind you and say, all right, what do they have? And, and, you know, they're pretty even there. He could go really anything. But what? You know, with only two picks after me, there's more than enough receivers that I'm comfortable with. There's really just Swift that it's kind of in that tier for me. Um, so we're going to go Swift, double down on the rookie running backs to pair with the guy that I'm pretty confident in, in, in McCaffrey. We'll see what kind of receivers get back to me here. So we got Jarvis Landry. Oh, and I took care of Johnson. Oops. Well, do we, do we want to sure. fix that? Was there a way to fix that? Uh, I want to fix it. Be, I want to be accurate. Uh, Let's take one second. Well, I Pause. appreciate that. I saw the Detroit. <laughs> All right. So you'd have to change the uh, Swift Pause to it. something else. Don't delete. Go to click on Swift and go to change player. Remove, remove player. Remove player. Oh, remove player. Yeah, sure. And then just change Swift. Yep. Yeah, there we go. That should I go. appreciate that, sir. I won't do it twice. If you you mess this up again, it's yours. One mulligan. <laughs> One mulligan. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. It's yeah. funny that their ADP is right next to each other. If you look at it, DeAndre's no, gotcha. 78 and Carrion's 80. But if we looked in in the in the um, dynasty draft, they were like rounds apart. So it's yeah. uh, it's interesting here in redraft that they're right next to each other. But this time I will actually take DeAndre Swift. <laughs> uh, and look at that. It goes Cooks and Brown. I don't know what he what he took the last time, but. Double Not those guys. They took there. Jarvis and uh, and your guy. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So passes up on them. So not too enamored really with any of the other running backs there. I've already got three locked in. So probably looking wide receiver. Still more than enough quarterbacks uh, for my liking. Don't really need to get one of them. Now this was a position where I don't think I would have went Wilson or Prescott there if they were both available. But if they were available here, this is probably where I would have. Seen if he took one of them. If not, maybe go for the quarterback of uh, one of those guys. But the rest of that are there, not really looking at any of them. So we look at the wide receiver position. We've got Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, Parker, Boyd. Really not looking too much further down than that. It's kind of a, a little tear break and not thrilled about Jarvis Landry. With Odell being a little inconsistent, uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, has upside. Probably a decent floor, but some inconsistency there as well. Typically, I would want to go for a consistent guy uh, like the Jarvis Landry, but I think I'm going to go for another 
guy that probably has a high floor, low PPR level guy in a Tyler Boyd to kind of just give myself some safety there. Usually pretty confident putting him in the flex if needed, especially if one of the running backs doesn't pan out out of the two rookies. Uh, so we're going to pair Tyler Boyd in here to even out the team. And, you know, doesn't always work out perfectly, but if, if possible, I usually try to keep a pretty even pairing between running backs and wide receivers. I'll maybe try to go more running back if possible, just because they're you know there's less available. But you try to strike a good balance there. Steve mentioned or either yeah. earlier here or in the last one. So we'll go Tyler Boyd. Got it right that time. It looks like. <laughs> and Michael Gallup <laughs> goes. Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller, and Sony Michelle. Steve, I know you were real bummed that Sony went off there in front of you. It's been a nice RB two for you. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's painful, and that's your RB, too. <laughs> I know, right? So, uh, Sony was not the guy I was targeting. Uh, the guy I was targeting is still on the board, and that would be Matt Burita. So, okay. maybe a little bit of a homer pick because I'm a 49ers fan. He's not there anymore, but, you know, he's kind of my boy. Um, but, you know, we've seen a lot of talent out of the guy. You know, I do think there's going to be an open competition in, in Miami. A lot of people have Howard – as that one, I kind of do too. Um, but I think Brita is going to have the pass catching role for sure. And he could carve out more because he's incredibly talented. Um, as I say that, I'm wondering where Howard is. He was not drafted. I'm surprised he's not uh, going ahead of He's Brita. there. He's pretty he far down. There. Wow. Yeah. He is pretty far down. Why? Pretty far down. Jordan Howard? Yeah. He's next on my list. Is he? Yeah. In ADP, he's actually pretty far down, which well, is interesting. Well, that's the interesting thing, Steve. I know we've, we've been trying to put out, like, ADP changes week to week uh, on Twitter. You'll see guys that now are super low, and, and you're going to see throughout the season, the, the offseason, especially if he looks even decent, a guy like that that's like, all right, this is going to be a player that is going to get carried, right? He's not the sexiest player, but he's going to – he and Breida, I think, are kind of by themselves there. So I think yeah. he's a guy that ADP could rise a bit on. Yeah, I'm actually going to pick him. I kind of assumed that he was gone. Um, I don't know why, because like thinking back, I don't remember him disappearing. But I just, I'm surprised his ADP. Like him a little more than Brita? Yeah, I mean, he'll have, like, again, it's a competition, but I do think he takes the first and second down role and probably Mm -hmm. the touch, the goal line carries, where Brita's going to be your pass catcher. Uh, You know, maybe your pass catcher is where you want in the zero RB, but in a half point PPR, he's not even getting a full point for those his reception so I will stick with Jordan Howard and you know at least I got what I think is going to be a starter mm. I dig it two tight ends go off the board Evan Ingram and Hunter Henry good <laughs> <laughs> didn't want them there. didn't want him all right Evan Ingram bye-bye deal with that later because i don't really want those guys all right so i'm thinking wide receiver here because i would like to have another i started with joe mixon aaron jones todd Gurley, and ronald jones uh at running back so that's a good little running back core dj moore and Corton sutlin sutton words um so wide receivers marvin jones sterling shepherd julian edelman crowder golden tate slayton Mm. Yeah. Um, anything on the running back front? Mm. Uh, a oh. couple rookies and putting backups. Yeah, it's, it's 
Yeah, you don't but, want a running back. No running back, please. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I think I'm. I think I'm going. I think I might. I don't want to take a quarterback right now. Like when you hate the wide receivers, you go quarterback, right? But I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh, let's take the boom of Marvin Jones Jr. here. The man can put up three touchdown weeks in a blink, mm. and then four points the next week. I don't know why I'm taking him. <laughs> but I dig it. Let's do that. Marvin Jones Jr., welcome to my squad. After that goes Damian Williams and Drew Brees. We're back, and we're going to take another wide receiver here, the same wide receiver I took in the last draft, which is a, a stretch, but I like him. And you know what? This is fantasy football, so fucking take your guy that you like. It's okay. You can mm-hmm. do it. So I'm taking Darius Slayton. And after Darius Slayton goes, carry on Johnson, Aaron Rodgers, and over to you, Steve. So not too much pain on the running back front there. No, it wasn't too bad. Uh, it's funny, Burita's still there. I, I, you know, he would be interesting, but I don't want two guys in Miami. So I ain't doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure we can't talk into it? <laughs> yeah, I'm no. sure we could if we really tried. I don't no, think no, we no. can. I don't think we can. <laughs> I have my I hope we set. can't. No, you can't. If you just whisper it really low, then it'll, it'll just get stuck in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I'm not susceptible to those things. Uh, there's two guys that I find – I mean, I, I find Lindsay interesting. I mean, as the, the Denver fan, Bob, do you see him establishing some Eckler-type role? I don't know what the hell to think about my running backs. I enjoyed the two that we had. Yeah. I felt like Gordon was a bonus pick. Um, yeah. But Gordon's got a lot of great talent, so I'm, I'm glad to have him on the team. Um, yeah, Lindsey can totally have a huge games. At a, I mean, the guys, you hand, you give him the ball, hand him the ball, throw him the ball short, and all of a sudden he's in the end zone 50, 50 yards away. I mean, he can he can just all of a sudden be gone. So, yeah, or he could do nothing. Yeah, fair. Um, so he's not really on my radar. I just don't want to gamble with it, which is yeah. funny because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be gambling with this pick here. But <laughs> – uh, I got two guys that I'm somewhat comfortable starting in Acres and Howard. I'm going to pick somebody that I'm going to sit for a little while, and I'm sure that's a hit to Will. So we both love this guy. I'm going to lock in J.K. Dobbins here. Mm. I think you and I are just going to have all the rookie running backs at this point. <laughs> we are, yeah. So, I mean, I love high-powered offense, you know, older running back ahead of him. You know, are we going to run into a, a Hyde situation where Chubb overtakes Hyde and he gets yep. dealt? I, possibly. I don't really think so. Uh, but but I do think he could carve out a timeshare and be a valuable no. piece. It might just take him some time to do it. Which and we we talked about the the Gus Edwards effect last year that he came in and you know that team was up often that he was a valuable fantasy asset because just the amount of touches he got in third fourth quarter games. Hundred percent. So I'm I think hoping that's for the like same a floor for Dobbins. That's what I'm hoping for, man. So we got yeah. went ahead and locked him in. We had uh, Edelman go, Breida, Tevin Coleman, Gronk, and then Matt Ryan. Yeah. I was hoping that a, a Breida type of player got back because it would be nice to get a fourth running back of that level. Really only interested in, in really rookies still available. Like you said, Lindsey's an option there. James White. But I'm just I'm worried about the New England offense. I don't know what they're going to look like. It's going to be so weird if, if they're a 3-13 and 13 team this year without Brady. But they have a good defense. Uh, I just don't know that. I think he had, he just had some magic with Brady. Brady just loved checking it down to him. And you got a young quarterback, but 
I'm just not not sold on it. And upside, you know, shot for me here. You know, we're not looking for you know super boom bust guys, but a guy that you probably got to take a little earlier in drafts is a guy in Alexander Madison. Especially if you're drafting earlier in the off season, you don't know if Cook's going to hold out. You imagine he will, but you don't know. And with the with the coronavirus, this is going to be a really weird year because it's not going to be just completely gone in September, right? There's going to be times where are they going to have like a, like a DL like the um, like baseball has, where you're all, you have you got the coronavirus, you have to quarantine for 14 days, you're out two weeks. Madison can come in and you know you want to in general you want to have the high upside uh, you know high upside handcuffs, and they're probably a little more prevalent now because they can come in and, and take over for a few weeks. So we're going to go with Alexander Madison here. Uh, try to keep that balance and, and see what kind of wide receivers are available. There's just a couple that are interesting, um, but we'll go Alexander Madison here, see what comes back. We got Carson Wentz off the board and Philip Lindsay, another option that if I was going to double down, I might have doubled down on Lindsay and Madison there. <clears throat> but with him off the board, running back wise, you have James White, Davis Murray, Vaughn. Henderson, Pollard, just you know, another guy in Pollard that has that Madison type value, but probably only going to take one or two of those. Maybe Chase Edmonds, you know, how you kind of look into that realm of handcuffs that are worth having on your roster, kind of independent, right? Maybe you're not clogging it up if you own the, the, the starter, but they're good guys to have on the roster just overall. Probably looking at the wide receiver position, quarterbacks, just a quick rundown since we had a couple go there Josh Allen, Tom Brady. Baker Mayfield, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Big Ben, uh, Kirk Cousins, Goff. There's still quite a few quarterbacks that I'd be okay with. I don't have the specific schedules up here, but for the most part, Steve and I are late quarterback guys. So usually I'm looking at the schedule and saying for defense and for quarterback, what's the, your yeah. first three or four weeks, right? You know, if I'm going to stream a guy, if I can draft you and, and use you for the first few weeks, that's what I'll do. And just without knowing the schedules, there's still quite a few guys here that I like. So looking at the wide receiver position, an interesting name here. He might be one of his last years of, of big relevance, but on a new team, it's Emmanuel Sanders in New Orleans. And no breeze is, you know, he's got Kamara, he's got Michael Thomas clearly, right? You don't know how many targets are to go around with Jared Cook there. But he's a guy that intrigues me, you know, especially – I did see him taking a few targets away from maybe not Michael Thomas, but the other two. Uh, and he's just always been a consistently good receiver. So he's an interesting option there with Galladay, with Beckham, with Tyler Boyd is another solid option. But there's a couple of other, you got your CeeDee Lamb, your Jerry Judy, not usually too thrilled about taking rookie wide receivers just because they typically take a little time to develop. One guy that I think that I'm going to look at here and, yeah, at this point, I'm kind of throwing ADP out the window. Mm-hmm. The, the guy may get back to me here, but he's got he's got a lot of upside still, even though he still hasn't shown it. Shown it. It's Mike Williams from the Chargers. Big fan of Mike Williams. I know Steve and I were high on him going into last year. He didn't do everything, but it's it's all going to come down to Herbert. I know Steve and I aren't super high on Herbert either, but. There's been many quarterbacks that came in. Daniel Jones, I was in Super Brown last year, and he proved to be a relevant quarterback. So, this what is do you the, think, the, Bob, about uh, Herbert? Um, is he going to play this year? 
That's yeah, a I mean, very fair question. It's a redraft. Especially, yeah, I mean, it especially is. in the uh, in current environment, you know, he's not going to get the reps. Yeah, yet. I'm getting. Yeah. yeah, he might play. He might not. I'm. If he does play, I think he'd be. It's he could be fine for for the team, um, but I don't yeah. know if he's gonna play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah, be, I'd be interested to see how the wide receivers did with Tyrod in Cleveland. How was it two years ago before Baker stepped in? Because I could see it being like I could two, see Tyrod having a big year. Actually, yeah. is the problem. And yeah. I was. I was uh, trying to figure out something on my next pick. So I thought if you were ta- talking about taking him as a quarterback for a second there, no, that's why no, I was no. thrown off. I'm like, why in the hell Michael would you take him in redraft? <laughs> like, what is he going eyes. with this? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, where did yeah. that come from? Late so round? That's really late. Um, <laughs> I, just I could see Tyrod many... having holding on to the reins a little, yeah. little later, longer, or, or maybe at least seeing when. Um, when their bye week is a lot of teams make switches at the bye week. Yeah. True. And True. you know, how much does that impact Williams would be the next question question. So, yeah. And the, the big worry for me is how many weapons can he sustain? Right. Cause you do have Keenan Allen there. You do have Eckler and you do have Hunter Henry. Uh, but at this point in the draft with only a 50 seconds left on the clock here for me, I think Mike Williams makes the most sense. I like right. as I mentioned, Manuel Sanders, but we're going to lock in. Mike Williams is an, uh, another upside wide receiver. Okay. So Christian Kirk, Austin Hooper, Josh Allen, James White, Nicole Hardman, uh, to you, Steve. Oh, boy. Okay, so this is where you really see, like, the lesson that is being taught here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we look at quarterbacks, like, any, any of our listeners know, I'm a huge Matt Stafford guy. Like, love the player, love him for fantasy. So, like, would I rather have Pat Mahomes and Latavius Murray? Or would I rather have Josh Jacobs or Joe Mixon and Matt Stafford? I would much rather have the Stafford side. Like just the gap between Stafford and Mahomes is just much closer than the gap between Mixon and Latavius Murray. Like they're a thousand tiers apart. So that's kind of the lesson that we're teaching here. Um, With that in mind, we will go with another running back here. I will – there's two interesting options here, one of which is Tariq Cohen. He gets a ton of receptions. I don't mm-hmm. know he's going to get as many as he got last year, but he's just a reception machine. If it was full PPR, this will probably be the pick. Half point, I'm kind of leaning away from him. And, uh, you know, we just keep rolling the dice, so we're just going <laughs> to roll it again here. I will counter Bob's Rojo pick with a Keyshawn Vaughn pick. There it, uh, there it is. I know Will and I both were not very supportive. He wasn't making um, it back to you. <laughs> oh, Good move, Steve. Uh, so <laughs> Will and I that. were – I know, right? Will and I were not big Rojo people. Um, I think we do both recognize that last year he was definitely valuable and would be valuable again this year. I just don't think you spend – what was Keyshawn, a third-round pick? I don't think you spend a third-round pick on a running back without the desire to use him and use him quite a bit. You know, they did lose Peyton Barber. They could have brought somebody in. You could have got Eno Benjamin in the seventh round if that's really what you wanted to do. So I think they brought him in for a reason. Uh, you know, I don't – I know there was some hype around him of being like the guy. I don't think that's really in the cards. More likely probably a 50-50 split, and, and maybe if he shows up, he can take over by the end of the year. But I don't think he's ever going to be a, the, the bell cow for that team, at least not this year. But 
again, kind of a, an upside shot, a 50, 50 guy that I kind of believe in and uh, I need running back. So there you go. We'll lock him in here. We had Manny Sanders and then Latavius Murray go off. All right. So that was a very short little run there. Um, I am looking at the quarterback you mentioned. Everybody has one except you, Will. I think you I think. and I, yeah. And I realize that when I'm sitting here counting stuff, yeah. that you guys can see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I went through, I count. okay. So the, the problem is that I have three quarterbacks I do like. So, and one of them's pretty deep. And so I shouldn't have a problem with them falling to me, but I really like Stafford's upside. He just drafted Breeze, so I feel pretty confident that the computer's not going to go back-to-back or back-to-almost back on picks. So I feel like Mm -hmm. I can take him on the swing back. I don't know that Stafford will make it back to me. So that's going to be my pick in a second here. Um, And I'm sitting Good pick. I I don't think he would have made it back to you. I'll I'll give you a lens right there. (laughs) Okay. I like it. Um, So I'm sitting here with four running backs I like, four wide receivers I like. The world is my oyster. Oyster, um, and I can really do whatever I want here. I don't like Sterling Shepard that much. I kind of, maybe, almost like Crowder. I don't know why I've never had a thing for him. Maybe I'm just not an Irish whiskey kind of guy. Um, that's a joke from a different buddy of mine. But anyway, uh, sorry about that. Yeah. So I say that, Cohen. So, Bob, can I, can I mention something to you real quick do it. before you make your pick? You do have Marvin Jones. I do. You did have Matt Stafford that went down last year. And then the year before, mm-hmm. he did play all season, but he did have broken bones in his back that affected his play. Yep. Do you concern that, like, if something happens again for a third year in a row, you've just essentially you know, lost two assets? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, and here's why. Go. No, this is actually a very valid question. In Dynasty, I might be more concerned about it. Uh, I'm going to take this pick just because I'm on the turn anyway. It's fine. So, Tariq Cohen, Henderson, and Tom Brady go off the board. He did go with another quarterback. Uh, All right. Surprise. Never know what the computer's going to do. So, doctors say that you can play with broken bones in your back. I can't play with the splinter in my hand. So, um, (laughs) but, But they say you can play. So, if you can play through that and he's okay, it's this is a redraft league. It's not super deep. I don't imagine all the quarterbacks we taken. I am completely fine streaming, and I would be going much deeper. But I really uh, like Stafford out of what's left. It's the only reason I'm going now. We're in the tenth round. I'm pretty very comfortable in quarterback and running back. So if he doesn't even make it to the season, and I'm like, oh, okay, well I wasted a tenth round pick. I'm okay with that. Anything in the double digits is is dart throw chances and we only have three rounds left and we only have three rounds left anyway so yeah mm-hmm. it's time yeah i'm good with that <laughs> yeah i'm good with that Stafford plays through a lot of stuff anyway the man's an iron man like yeah you know, really not is. a lot of concern all right so after matt stafford goes cd lamb and hayden hurst that would have been a tight end that i was considering taking right there instead of um matt stafford you know what i am enjoying from this experiment is not needing to look at quarterback and tight end like, yeah <laughs> every year you play this game of like oh man is Hayden Hurst going to get back to me I would have just gotten burned and I would have yep. felt terrible and like I don't need to play that game so it's really nice not needing to look at it um 
fun little side effect. I will jump back in and grab another wide receiver. The only wide receivers I have are Godwin, Ridley, and McLaurin. Keep in mind, we can only start three at a max. So I'm really locked and loaded. I can't see a reason outside of injury to where I wouldn't be starting those guys. But injuries occur, things happen. I do want to grab another one. And Deontay Johnson is just screaming off the board at me right now. Uh, I don't think his ADP is going to be in the 10th round come draft season. I think it's going to be a little bit higher. But uh, after the year last year and then getting a, a competent quarterback and big Ben back, like I don't know how much gas he has in the tank, but even if it's a little bad, it's going to be better play than he got last year. So I All think gonna be he James is a, Washington. You just wasted your pick. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Yeah. Um, but he's a perfect kind of bench guy. He'll fill in on uh, bye weeks splendidly. So we'll go ahead and lock him in here. John Brown, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. Baker Mayfield and Jared Cook going off the board before your pick, Will. All right. So still looking at the quarterback position. Stafford was one guy that I do like in for late rounds this year. So I think that was a great pick there. Tenth round, risking it on the number 12 team, taking Tom Brady over Stafford. So it looked out for you, Bob. But a couple of guys I'm looking at here, Daniel Jones and Ben Roethlisberger, the aforementioned that I think are interesting. You still got, you know, upside guys like Burrow, safe guys like Tannehill, Bridgewater. So I think I'm good to wait around at least kind of go with my best or my favorite school position player left and then uh, take the quarterback and then see what comes back to me there in the 12th round. Um, so looking at skill position guys, there's not too much left at the running back position. You got uh, another rookie in the Zach Moss, Chase Edmonds, Duke Johnson, uh, Jamal Williams, Carlos Hyde. There's not a ton there. Uh, the only guy that really sticks out to me, Zach Moss, probably the guy. And I'd get another rookie as Steve and I are seem to be competing to see if have the most rookie running backs on their team. Moss is on my radar, so. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, you got wide receivers, Stone Shepard, Sammy Watkins, Ruggs. Alshon Jeffrey, Crowder, Preston Williams. Nothing really that screams out to me. Preston, Anthony Miller, Golden Tate are decent. But guys that I wouldn't mind. And there's other upside receivers I'll take later. So I think here we're going to go running back and then see which of the quarterbacks get back to me here. So we'll go with Zach Moss. And hopefully this guy doesn't take both Daniel Jones and Ben Roethlisberger after he just took Carson <laughs> Wentz. But we will see. I got all excited there because I have my picks. Mother, I mean, it's so tolerating me. <laughs> wow, you were banking on that tight end, oh, huh? Man, uh, that's what I was looking at. It was one of one of a few, but I was like, "Ooh, he's still sneaking in there." Uh, I do mark explicit on this show, so children do not will not Good probably be know. clicking on it. So it's okay. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Daniel Jones goes. Makes it an easy pick for me. The last couple guys in the tier, Ben and, and Daniel Jones. Drew Locke's a good upside guy. He's still got the likes of Rivers, Burrow, Tannehill. So, still some solid options. But there's really not any running backs, wide receivers that are screaming out to me that I need to get now. Um, I'd rather just take a shot at somebody later. So, I'll lock in Ben Roethlisberger here. There you go. And we'll see what falls to you. <clears throat> Sammy Watkins, Erwin Shepard, Jameson Crowder. Tony Pollard, and Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Okay. I am going to pound out with my last two picks here. More running backs because I need more shots. 
Uh, at this stage in the game, we're taking upside shots. Chase Edmonds, yeah. Justin Jackson, Duke Johnson, they're not doing it for me. And not like Chase Edmonds could have the upside, but like you're waiting for an injury. I'm not playing mm-hmm. that game. I'm looking a little bit deeper at Naeem Hines. Um, do I really believe that this is going to happen? Not really, but you have the Eckler narrative, right? You have check down Charlie and Phillip Rivers. So at the very least, he's going to get plenty of checkdowns. But, you know, can he turn into an Eckler type role? Maybe, potentially. They're, they're trying to build the hype around it right now, right? They are, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really buy into it. You know, I think they're going to use, you know, JT and Mac a little bit more. Uh, plus, you have plenty of pass catching options there. So I, I don't really buy into it, but the potential exists, and I need to take a shot there. All right. So after Hines goes Henry Ruggs. Okay. On Henry Ruggs. He got, a, he got a, a cut on his leg. He injured his leg helping a friend move because he got pinned between the moving truck and a car. That's bullcrap, no matter how you read it. How do you get pinned between two stationary vehicles if you're moving furniture? Yeah. Somebody ran him over, man. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, it doesn't and, sound and he, right. He like, like a gash no. on his leg, too. You'd imagine it would be like. Like, if this guy can't, can't make it between a car and a truck, he can't read zones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair point. <laughs> Moving on from that, I just thought I'd get that out there. It's been driving me crazy. All right. So, um, this is perfect for me. I got uh, the tight. Unless he got picked, I don't see him. Yeah, so I wanted Higby. I didn't get Higby. Y'all kind of heard that. Uh, so I'm going to take the tight end I want here because the wide receiver I'm going to take after that as my flyer, I'm pretty sure is deep enough down there that won't get touched. So I like Mike Gesicki's opportunity. He is a very, very talented freak of a wide receiver who was bringing it on strong at the end of the year. And he still has a quarterback right now that will be chucking it and a coach that likes that quarterback and will let him chuck it. So we're going to take Mike Kosicki there. Solid pick. Thank you. Alshon and his teammate Preston Williams go off the board, which leaves me with my final pick, which I do like. Um, This felt like a sneaky pick to take here. Um, At wide receiver in the 12th round, you want to take a shot, and you want to take shots late on guys that can show up early if you want them to, or you can just cut them for a waiver wire pickup. Jalen Rager seems like a good opportunity for that because he has a great path to play. Um, Mm -hmm. Alshon is in the hospital more than anybody I know. That's not true, but I like the opportunity with Jalen Rager, and I don't know how it could pass on him in the 12th round. So after Rager goes Dallas Goddard, that's a nice pickup, and Robbie Anderson, who I love. We'll see what really happens with them in Carolina. Yeah, so this is kind of the point where I'm not familiar enough to know what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, my heart says I shouldn't be leaving the draft with only four wide receivers, but I don't feel like I need that many wide receivers, and I feel like I need running back shots. So I'm going to take another shot on a running back, and I'm going to go way deep. Like, we're way off ADP. Um, I had mentioned him before. I don't remember if we did it, if I mentioned him on this uh, draft or on the dynasty draft that uh, that we did just prior, but I'm going to grab McKinnon here. Okay, uh, a very deep shot. His ADP is 
way late. Uh, in fact, in a normal reject, I don't think he's going at all. But uh-huh. he, he's they're running a lot of routes with him. He seems to be fully healthy. If he could carve out the pass-catching running back role for Kyle Shanahan-led offense, the dude's going to be electric if he has any gas left in the tank. So he could easily – like he carves out that role for time. He's a running back, too, for me. Um, he's he's uh, His ADP is one round ahead of his fullback. <laughs> I didn't want That's to say great. it that way, but I had to. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I mean, he's super late, and that's why I kind of hesitate to pick him here because it's like you're in the 12th round, what are you doing? But I need upside, upside shots on running back, and when I think upside late, this is the guy I'm thinking of. Maybe it's a homer pick because I'm a 49ers fan. Um, if you want to call it that, that's fine, but, you know, I definitely recognize the upsides there with him. And, you know, like you were saying before, Bob, We'll know in week one. If his usage is there, his usage is there, yeah. and I, I've just hit it the home run. If it's not, cut, move along, and I'll grab somebody off the waivers. No big deal. thought you were going with our boy Frank Gore there, Steve. Huge upset. <laughs> no, 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 Frank Gore. The infinity stone himself. <laughs> Don't need him on this roster. Uh, after my pick, we had Jamal Williams, Anthony Miller, Golden Tate, Justin Jefferson, and Jimmy G. Yeah, so – a couple of upside RBs, I think we mentioned a few times. Chase Edmonds is there. Boston Scott, I don't think you mentioned, but as of right now, is the RB2 in Philly. Uh, but for me, one of my favorite late-round flyers at the wide receiver position this year is, I think, has the inside track for the wide receiver two in Green Bay, and that's Alan Lazard. I think he, I, I'm, I'm probably going to have – Quite a few shares of him in, in you know late shot redrafts. Maybe showing my hand to Steve here a little, a little bit. Maybe you'll forget <laughs> by the time we have a draft in a couple bad of months. Bad idea, friend. Bad idea. <laughs> but he's he's a guy that I just he showed that he can do it right in Green Bay last year. He flashed on potential. Not huge on Equinemius State Brown um, or any of the other. There's a couple of other younger MBS, receivers. Geronimo. That, yeah, that are just okay. Um, so yeah, for me, pretty easy pick here. Just locking in an upside wide receiver to round out that my keep it even wide receiver and uh, RB core. We'll go Alan Lazard, right? And then Michael Pittman to the draft. There we go. So that is the draft, and uh, we're gonna take a picture of this draft and the one we did on y'all's show. We're gonna put them on Twitter for a little poll to see who had the best team. One of us three or the uh, the field someone someone the computer yeah. I guess uh, so we're it's it's us against the whole field so it'll be a little interesting there um, so let's talk about it Will what did you think of your team yeah uh, pretty happy you know waiting on quarterback Ben makes sure. sense recap uh, it for the audio listeners you got it so Ben at quarterback Christian McCaffrey just uh, Justin Taylor Jonathan Taylor. DeAndre Swift, Alexander Madison, Zach Moss at wide receiver, Kenny Galladay, Odell Beckham, Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams, and Alan Zard, and tight end George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Um, running backs, having McCaffrey, I feel okay at that RB1, you know, are very good at the RB1, good enough that I can take some shots at the position there. So don't love the overall depth, but CMC really rounds it out quarterback i'm probably gonna be streaming all year don't have to worry about streaming tight end with kittle and a solid receiving core so overall i'd be pretty happy going into the season with that team awesome steve 
Uh, we know how you feel about your team, but let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, so to, to run it down, we have uh, Mahomes at quarterback. At the running back position, we have Cam Akers, Jordan Howard, J.K. Dobbins, Keyshawn Vaughn, Naeem Hines, and Jarek McKinnon. At wide receiver, we have Godwin, Ridley, McLaurin, and Deontay Johnson. Then at tight end, we have uh, Mark Andrews. <sighs> I'm conflicted because I don't hate it. Like, the, the, this first five rounds, man, Mahomes, Godwin, Ridley, Andrews, McLaurin, like, mm-hmm. that's stacked. And if just one of these running backs would hit, which I would think odds are one of them does, this team's definitely competing. I keep looking outside of Mahomes of, like, where can I swap something? Like, instead of drafting Mark Andrews, could I just go a later tight end and draft another running back? But it's like, yes. would Mark Ingram or Jonathan Taylor or David yeah. Johnson make me feel that much better? Like, eh, not yes. really. And then the same thing, like, <laughs> could I pass in Ridley and, and then grab like Singletary or James Conn? I mean, Gurley. I could go early on Gurley. That would probably be the play. If I could trade in Calvin Ridley and get Gurley and then just get another wide receiver later, uh, like a Marvin Jones instead of Jordan Howard. Uh, I would feel more comfortable with that. But for an exercise and going zero RB, I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the team. Um, I learned last year that I do not love taking tight end and quarterback early. It's not a habit of mine. I tried it in some 10 team leagues where it's often not a bad strategy because you can dominate a position. Mm-hmm. And I still hated it. So <laughs> I went very wide receiver, running back heavy. I uh, picked up the, the the quarterback tight end late. So Matt Stafford as my quarterback, I dig as long as he stays healthy. He has a great amount of potential, and he's just forgotten this year. At running back, I took Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Todd Gurley, Aaron Jones. Um, and Ronald Jones, I believe you mean? Yeah, Ronald Jones and Aaron Jones. No, Sorry. he got Aaron Jones twice. He gets to start Aaron I get him Jones twice because I want the extra points. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Tariq Cohen. So, okay. And then at wide receiver, I took the wide receiver that I thought you would take, DJ Moore. And then Corden Sutton, because y'all tricked me into it. And then Marvin Jones, Darius Slayton, and Jalen Rigger as a nice late surprise. And at I love that wide receiver grouping. Yeah, that's a great late pick there. And a tight end, Mike Gesicki. So, uh, would I be happy with this team? I would say 10 out of 10 times. I would take that team, see what I can do with it, hit the waiver wire, make some adjustments as needed. But I would like it. Aaron Jones was the biggest shot in there, but I think he has a better start than than, and he's the fourth fourth running back in a start too. Yeah. So we went really narrow in this in this uh, in the settings for this one. So yeah. If your team doesn't win this poll, something is just wrong. We shall, we shall see. We shall see. So that's going to do it for this episode. Before you guys uh, tune off the episode, I want you to go on there, subscribe now, because on my next show, I'm going to have the Superflex Guru on to talk a little fancy football. We're going to talk a little Superflex. I know it's in his name, but only a little Superflex. And then we're going to go on running back rankings, which will be fun. Uh, Let's wrap this one up. Steve and Will, remind the listeners where they can find your work. Yeah, you can give us a follow on Twitter at TrustYourBoard. You know, we'll be posting our uh, Dynasty Mock Draft on Friday, uh, right after this episode. So give us a follow, and you can uh, find links to all the various podcasts and the YouTube channel there. Okay. Yeah, keep an eye out for some ADP changes, and that's one big thing we're working on now is going week to week to see how the average draft position changes as we get closer to the draft season. 
Yep. Perfect. And I can be found on Twitter at Bob's Three Toad, on YouTube at Bob's Three Toad Warriors. Listen to the new shows that drop on Monday and Thursday mornings, bright and early on YouTube and everywhere podcasts can be found. That's all for this show. It's been Bob's Three Toad Warriors with Steve and Will from the Trust Your Board podcast, reminding you, reminding you that soon enough you'll be able to hit the waiver wire, set your lineups, dominate your opponents, and let's win some damn championships together, people. See ya. Do it.